Jack LaLanne once said, Exercise is king, nutrition is queen. Put them together, and you've got a kingdom. Get ready to have it all. This is the All for One Podcast. You're about to get honest, accurate information about training and nutrition to not only achieve your goals, but to go beyond. Go beyond. Everything you need to make it to the kingdom. This is the All for One Podcast. And now your host, personal trainer and nutrition coach, Aaron Armstrong. Yo, yo, welcome back to my All for One Podcast. It is a Tuesday today. I'm actually recording it on the day that I need to upload it. I've been a little bit unorganized with these last two episodes. I've just been smashing them out on the day and putting them up. So hopefully it is not too much of a mess. Um, just to brush over the topic we're going to be talking about today, I'm going to be talking about pre-workout. I'm going to be talking about the pros and the cons, but I'm going to start with the cons because in my opinion, there are way more cons than there are pros uh, to pre-workout. And I'll tell you why, of course. But this week has been really rainy. I'm getting sick and tired of this humidity that's hanging around. Can we please just have like nice sunny fucking days or either just keep it a little bit overcast with a nice breeze coming through i absolutely fucking hate the humidity and i cannot deal with it i can't wait for summer to be in so we can get over this whole fucking thing but even in australia like our summers are so stupid like it rains all summer and then through winter it's just hot as a bucket welcome to australia this is just kind of what we get uh apparently so going into today's session i want to be talking about cons starting off with is one of the things that a lot of my clients come and ask me about is obviously stimulants supplements and all that sort of things uh one of the things with pre-workout especially one of the cons is people usually tend to over push themselves obviously caffeine is going to give you get you all amped up going to give you a bunch of energy energy and this is going to make you want to push a lot harder in the gym which sometimes sure can be a good thing but for the most part i would say that you're probably overdoing what you should be uh what intensity you should be doing in the gym now this can be measured primarily by the day after you train if you feel when you have your caffeine workouts the day after if you are completely dead crippled for like a a few days and you're unable to train a you're probably pushing too hard and b it's probably the caffeine encouraging you to push further than you should be pushing Uh, so trying to pull back on this one is obviously very difficult because i know it gets everything raised up to the level 100 within that 20 to 30 minute period uh the next thing is it kind of it's like putting a band-aid over what your body needs so if you get to your workouts or even just throughout the day just check and see are you tired throughout the day are you feeling energized uh, look for these other kind of factors that are going to influence what sort of mood your body is in now if you're someone who doesn't get a lot of sleep this is probably one of the biggest problems is you're going to be tired coming into your workouts anyway Uh, And then just smacking pre-workout into it is just going to ramp you up and make you crash a shit ton. And what your body probably needs is to rest and recover. Uh, Now, another thing can be lack of nutrients. Again, if you're feeling this kind of drain, tiredness, fatigue uh, over and over again, what are you eating throughout the day? Are you making sure to get your proteins in, your fats and your carbs to an appropriate level? Are you being consistent with your eating? Are you snacking? Are you eating too much sugar? There's like a bunch of other factors that you can be looking into before we jump into and rely on a supplement. Uh, I know when I first started training, of course, it's very hypocritical for me to say, oh, like never do such a thing because I definitely did that when I was first getting into it. 
Uh, but I didn't have someone such as myself telling you why. You probably don't want to be jumping into it straight away. Uh, and this is and yeah, this is what it, this is going to be about anyway. Just take your time. Look at all these other these other factors that will affect your energy levels, like sleep and food quality and quantity. Make sure that you're on top of those, and you should put yourself in a way better place. And then you can you know maybe rely on it a little bit. And one of the things, obviously, when you start taking caffeine, this is for myself and all my coffee lovers, is you build up a tolerance to it anyway. So in order for pre-workout to get, to work and get the full extent of it, you need to be sensitized for it to work. So if you drink coffees every single day and then you're taking pre-workout, your body is already very, your body is used to the amount of caffeine that you are putting in. So adding another 350 milligrams of caffeine every day or every couple of days, your body is not going to full take the full effect of this because you've already been consuming all these other things with caffeine in them. Now, this is not to say that you shouldn't drink coffee because uh, I love coffee as well. You know, coffee has some benefits for you as well. And it's obviously in a, in a lower uh, milligram of caffeine than a pre-workout is. So if you haven't taken pre-workout before and you're thinking about taking pre-workout, I would recommend starting off a lot with a smaller dosage and have like a coffee or something. Have like a little energy drink, which isn't going to ramp you up so fucking much that you feel like you are going to have a heart attack off the first go. Uh, and the problem with this tolerance building up over time is you have to continually take more and more pre-workout. And obviously, you, the more you take, the bigger the crash is, is going to be at the end of it as well. And you start to become reliant on it to kind of feel normal uh, to go throughout your day and have a good workout. So think about it like this. Someone who drinks coffee every single day, at some point, they're going to have to bump it up to two coffees to feel the same, three coffees, etc. And then what do you know? You're drinking four or five coffees a day. Coming off that, it's going to feel like you are going to fucking die because you've built up such a big tolerance uh, that in order to bring it all down, you need to slowly cut it back down so that your body can kind of get back to normal. And then when you add pre-workout into the mix as well, you feel like when you get into the gym, you can't have a good workout without relying on pre-workout. And this is a huge problem because you want to be, you don't want to be taking pre-workout every single day, maybe two to three days maximum if you've already built up some sort of tolerance with coffee or other various of caffeine. And then, yeah, the problem with taking obviously more and more is I don't know if you guys know, but fucking pre-workout is fucking expensive. It's like $80 for like a little like 300 milligram, oh sorry, 300 gram tub of pre-workout. That shit is expensive. So if you're going through that stuff like you're going through your protein, that is going to be a hefty sum at the end of the month, end of the, what, however depends how much you take it. Uh, and everyone is going to react differently to it as well. Uh, in a lot of pre-workouts, there's that beta alanine, uh, which kind of gives people this tingling effect. Some people are responsive to it. Some people aren't. So kind of another con is if you're sensitive to that, like I am, you are going to get these tingles and these scratches. You're going to feel itchy everywhere. And it is just very uncomfortable to be taking something like that. The next thing is sleepless nights. I know so many people, so many clients as well, who take pre-workout in the middle of the day or even the afternoon and are just unable to get to sleep because of the amount of caffeine that is within these substances. So what you should do if you are going to be taking any sort of pre-workout you need to make sure that you're working in the morning so that at least it carries you throughout the whole fucking day and you don't get to 9 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, not being able to fall asleep because inside your veins, you're still pumping with all this caffeine that your body is just trying to get through and, and process, okay? So, yeah, 
there's been instances where I know some of my clients have taken pre-workout at 7, 8 o'clock at night, and they wonder why they can't get to sleep till 2 or 3 in the morning. And I'm like, dude, you need to either start training earlier or stop taking fucking pre-workout at 7 o'clock at night. Because that is not that is not good at all. If you mess up your sleep, you mess up your recovery, you mess up your ability to build muscle, and you mess up your routines as well. If you're staying up um, late some nights because you're taking pre-workout, it messes up that sleep schedule. Uh, you need to make sure that you develop a really consistent sleep schedule so that you can consistently recover and perform and build muscle. So the thing is, the hardest part about obviously getting into it is getting off of it as well. Once you get into taking pre-workout, it's so easy to get into the routine of taking it every single session or every couple of sessions. Uh, I actually haven't used it for a few years now, not for any particular reason. I just feel like I'm at a really good energy level where I don't really need some stimulant to push me up there. I do have a coffee, so I feel like that gets me going just enough anyway, and I probably have one coffee every like two or three days or something too. Um, but I get it. I get it. People enjoy it because, like you said, it makes them feel way more energized, gets them going and everything. But getting off it is like probably the hardest thing as well because then for like that month or those two months of getting off pre-workout, say you quit cold turkey, your training is going to feel like shit for like, the next couple of weeks at least because your body is so used to having this high dosage of caffeine that when you're coming down you are going to lack the energy you're going to lack that quote-unquote um, pre-workout motivation to get in there and have a good gym session uh, and th this kind of sucks because this is where people can be really consistent with training for a little bit and then they kind of backpedal and get off training and uh, just become inconsistent and don't get the results that they want and they need now so kind of touching into some of the pros because i know i've kind of bashed pre-workout quite a bit uh, I just think there's better things that you can be doing, like sleep and food and, yeah, maybe, like, lower dosages of things. Because the uh, pre-workouts nowadays have so many fucking milligrams of caffeine in them, it is fucking ridiculous. And there's, like, kids that take this shit as well. So it's not even, like, full-fledged adults. It's, like, little kids, like, 12 to, like, 17-year-old people, and they're just getting pumped out of their brain from all this caffeine. And in my opinion, it's a huge problem because we should be relying on what our body can kind of provide us with energy and we should have all these other boxes ticked before we rely on a supplement like that. Okay, so the pros, obviously there's a boost of energy, it's a stimulant, it's going to make you perform better inherently because it's going to wake you up, it's going to get you more connected to your workout and you're going to feel like all your muscles are trying to jump out of your skin. Uh, which can either be a really cool analogy or a really disturbing one as well. I'm going to go with the cool side to it, though. Uh, the other thing is, obviously, it, improve, it can improve your cognitive function when applied properly. So, like, in a workout, if you're feeling tired, you take some pre-workout, everything is going to switch on. You're going to be more coordinated because everything is amped up super high. You're going to be a lot more sensitive to kind of how your body's moving and everything like that. Um, now, this is where I do see some of the good in pre-workouts. Let's say, I don't like calling them unmotivated days, but let's just call it that for lack of a better word. Uh, on these unmotivated days where you're feeling tired and you you know don't want to be going into the gym uh, and you haven't been going into the gym very well and you take some pre-workout and boom, you're ready to go. Uh, like I said, there's other things you should be focusing on, but it's always good to kind of get people back consistently into the gym because it gives them that little hour and a half window of that jump before they crash. Uh, and they can just use that to to get in when they're not feeling 110% good on gym. And the thing is, like, at what cost? Like, and in, in a lot of these pre-workouts, there is citrulline as well, which which may help in, increase blood flow and can ultimately give you, like, a better pump 
and make your muscles feel, I guess, a little bit tighter during your workouts because of the stimulus and everything that it sends uh, around your body. Ultimately, which would be pretty cool. Outside of that, though, I feel like the, the, the cons outweigh the pros here. Look, if you're someone who takes pre-workout, I am not judging you at all. Like, I used to take pre-workout. I'm probably going to take pre-workout soon as well, just because I've been off it for so long. But this is the way you want to correctly apply it. Okay, so let's say we have not been taking pre-workout ever. We don't even drink coffee. Uh, I want you to start, if you want to, I'm not encouraging you, but if you're trying to have some sort of uh, stimulant or whatever, don't jump straight into pre-workout. Jump into like coffees. Slowly build up your tolerance uh, and through coffees, whether it's like one shot or two shots of coffee, uh, feel the benefits of using that, which it's going to give you that energy boost. And as that coffee starts to wear down, then you can try with other stuff like the pre-workout, um, which is obviously a lot higher in caffeine, but slowly build yourself up. And I would certainly stay with it for about four to six weeks max, and then you need to gradually reduce it again. Because otherwise, you're just going to have to keep increasing it, increasing it, increasing it. Uh, you could phase this with like a hypertrophy phase of training and a strength one. So on your strength period of like six to eight, eight weeks, take your pre-workout, let it boot, help boost your performance. And then on your hypertrophy, where that intensity demand is a lot lower and the stakes are a little bit lower, uh, start to phase out of it and then cycle back through it on your next period of strength or something like that. Basically, what I'm saying is only staying in for it for a six to eight week period and then try and phase it out and slowly let your body recover so you can get the full benefits of it. Now, I just want to cover going back into food and sleep a little bit more. I know I'm going to be talking about it a lot. But if you are feeling very tired every single day, uh, you need to more focus on, let's look at it like this way. I want you to look at your training to start off with. What are you doing in the gym? Are you absolutely going there and fucking yourself every single session, dead the next couple days, uh, way too high intensity with way too little rest periods? Evaluate your training. Is like if you are not uh, recovering enough during a set, uh, and you're only doing hit style workouts, you know, it depends on the goal. Let's put it like this. If you're trying to build that muscle, uh, take your rest periods, 45 seconds to a minute, or I like to take 45 to two minutes. It's very dependent on how you're feeling on the day. Focus on controlling, contracting the, the muscles. Don't overdo it too much. Listen to your body and see how your body responds to it the day after. A good measurement of a good workout the day after. You should only feel minorly to moderately sore. Nothing crippling, nothing that's stopping you from completing day-to-day -day activities. Uh, and then the next thing we're going to look at, because if you're training too hard, your, your body will tell you, you just need to adapt the ability to learn and listen to it. The next thing is how many hours a night do you sleep? I get it. Some of you have kids. Some of you have crazy nights and jobs and all these other factors, but at the end of the day, it, your progress is going to be hindered by the amount that you sleep and you recover. If you are overperforming, training too hard, relying on supplements, you are putting yourself into a, I'm not going to say a danger zone, but just say an overdoing zone. So you need to pull back, focus on recovery, make sure you can get some sleep. At least six to nine hours is ideal. So if you're within that bracket, 
awesome. If you're not within that bracket, that should be your goal is to get that sleep or get some sort of better quality sleep as well. So you get interrupted three or four times, find ways, uh, whether that's like a meditative practice or stretching or reading a book before going to bed to help you put into a deeper recovery area of sleep. Now, the next thing is going to be food. What are your calories at? What is your goal? If you're trying to lose weight, you are going to be hungrier because you're going to be putting yourself into a def deficit if you've appropriately built yourself up. A whole nother episode. Yeah, if you're in a deficit, you are not going to be able to perform as good because you do not have, you know, the energy and the, the, the fuel to be performing as well as you could as if you were at maintenance or in a small surplus. Now, let's say you're not counting anything at all. Are you eating whole foods? Are you not eating stuff out of packets, processed meats, too much takeaways? I say too much because I'm very uh, open about my kind of relationship with food. Is If I'm craving something, whether that's KFC or Macca's, and I feel like I haven't had it in a long, long time, and I'm craving it, I'm not going to hate myself for wanting to go get it. I'm going to go get something small, have a small portion of it, and then that's my craving sealed off for another month or two. Um, but yeah, if you feel like that, you eat more than 50% of your stuff takeaway or in a container, you probably want to try and get more whole foods, making chicken, making steaks, all homemade stuff is going to give your body a lot more nutrients out of that versus like processed um, meats from Macca's, Subway, all these things that have all these other kind of substances and artificial things inside of them which uh you would yeah which you don't want to be consuming too much of for that reason you're going to get more nutrients out of whole foods period end of story um, now if you kind of focus on both of these and you feel like you are tired you know there's always going to be other factors that can be affecting you your stress um your job maybe you just are tired you have like an iron deficiency or something that is outside of your control Look, if pre-workout works for you and you feel a good workout and you feel like that you are not too reliant on it, go for it. I'm not telling anyone not to do it. I'm just saying use it with kind of a plan and don't just rely on it like crazy. But yeah, so just kind of recapping through everything. The cons of pre-workout is over-pushing yourself, ignoring what your body needs. It builds up a tolerance. The more that you have, the more um, you need to take essentially and then that can be taken in the middle of the day or the afternoon you can have some negative sleeping effects sleepless nights your inability to fall asleep quickly uh, and you need to get off it to build up uh, build up that tolerance again and um, some of the pros i listed was a boost of energy it provides cognitive function when applied properly good for unmotivated unmo days unmotivated days get you into the gym uh, on those days and yeah, citrulline, which may increase blood flow and give you a higher pump. But my personal opinion, is it worth it overall? I would say no, probably not. Um, if you are tired all the time, there's more important things that you can be focusing on. So you should look for those to fix instead of relying on a substance like this. Because all you are doing is you are putting a band-aid over a bigger problem. And it's only going to be a temporary fix because your body's going to adapt to having that anyway. Uh, if you guys found today's podcast useful, I wanted to keep this one a little bit shorter and simpler. I did want to go into post-workout drinks, but I feel like it'd be easier to cover that in a separate episode where I just stay on one topic. So you guys do not get too confused or too overwhelmed with the amount of information that I am giving you. Uh, if you appreciate this information, please share this and follow me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Anchor. 
uh, which will give you an update when I release another podcast, which is every Tuesday and Friday. Surprisingly, a lot of you guys do not know that I actually post twice a week. Or on what days you just kind of see it up there and are like, oh my god, I gotta catch up on four episodes because I had no idea that this was fucking coming out. So Tuesday, Friday is when these episodes come out at 5 p.m. Uh, let me know if you guys have any other questions. Please DM me on Instagram or if you see me in person and you have a great question, feel free to ask me whenever. But basically, have a great week. We're coming up to Christmas, so make sure you're not an idiot like me and you get all your Christmas shopping done so that we don't become stressed and overwhelmed with having to do everything within the last week or two, which I definitely do too much of. Um, if you guys like the podcast today, uh, I appreciate it. Leave a review or a comment or whatever, and I will talk to you guys soon. Have a great week. You've been listening to the All for One podcast. It's Aaron's passion to give you honest, accurate information when it comes to training and nutrition. We want you to achieve your goals. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review it. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram at all for one underscore PT. For questions, comments, or suggestions, send an email to all for one PT at gmail.com and find us on Facebook. Facebook at All For One PT. We'll leave you with a quote from Gabe Grunwald. It's okay to struggle, but it's not okay to give up on yourself or your dreams.